Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Empowering Family Caregivers Show on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Susan Bida, co-founder of eCare Diary and your host. Happy November, everyone. It is National Family Caregivers Month, and I cannot think of a better way to start the month off than by focusing on innovative ways that we can help you, the family, in the caregiving process. Uh, throughout this month, eCare Diary is focusing on uh, sharing with you the programs that are available and the tools that are available to help you better manage the care of your loved one. And today, I'm so honored uh, for the first show of this month to be interviewing our very own caregiving expert, Marjorie Pabst, about how families can use the arts for loved ones with dementia. Uh, Marjorie Pabst is the president of the Pabst Foundation and the president-elect of the National Center for Creative Aging, which is based in Washington, D.C. Uh, Marjorie is eCare Diaries caregiving expert and the host of our two radio shows called Caregiver Speak, which is a caregiver uh, like a caregiver support group-like uh, program, and another show called Physician and Caregiver Conversations. Marjorie, thank you so much for joining us. It's just delightful to be with you, Susan. Thanks so much for inviting me. Well, Marjorie, um, I'm very excited to talk about this topic because it's uh, such a passion of yours, and you've been working um, so hard on on finding ways to bring arts into the world of caregiving. And uh, so I want to talk to you about why should caregivers think that the arts are so vital and what what's in it for them? Okay, well, that's a great first question. Uh, you know, when we think of vital or vitality, we often think of the physical um, care for people and, you know, vital signs, you know, words like that. But when we think of vitality, I think it should also apply to people both psychologically and sort of sociologically, uh, what a lot of people talk in terms of the psychosocial aspect of life. And if you think about it, you know, psychologically, um, caregivers and their loved ones need a lot of respite from the stresses and strains of illness. So the arts certainly are a way to provide respite and relief. Um, A couple of weeks ago, on the show that you mentioned, Caregiver and Physician Conversations, I interviewed uh, Dr. Mark Agranen, and he talked uh, extensively about the imagination and the importance of us all using our impatience. Um, and, you know, from a social standpoint, the arts really help connect us with one another. So when we think of vital, I think we, we should think of not only our physical well-being, but our psychological and social well-being as well. Yeah. I know that the arts certainly um, make me feel better even when I'm in the throes of, of some really challenging, stressful moments in life. So let, let's talk about the arts. What do you mean exactly when you're referring to the arts? Are we talking about the fine arts? What, what type of arts are we talking about? Well, you know, thank you for that, too, because often I think many people think of the arts as those things out there that you go see when you uh, have a few moments, you know, uh, sort of out to see the ballet, for example, for an evening on the town. And yet the arts are not really removed from our lives like that. They're really an integral part of how we all live. 
And I'm talking of everything, you know, dance, music, poetry, uh, storytelling, painting, sculpture, theater, and all their derivatives uh, when we sit down and watch a movie at home, when we tell a story, when we look through a photograph album. Um, all of those things are really ways that the arts are an integral part of our lives. Yes, that makes sense. And, um, well, you know, Marjorie, I, I'm so privileged to know you and uh, I have the um, honor of actually being able to attend your symposium last month. And, and I know that you have been working on some amazing programs about bringing arts into the world of caregiving. Tell us, yes. tell our audience about some of the groundbreaking programs out there for caregivers and their loved ones. Absolutely, absolutely. You mentioned um, our symposium here in Orlando, Florida. But in fact, there are things like this, arts and wellness symposiums, around the country. Not as many as I would like, but they are certainly growing. And many of those initiatives in communities uh, like ours are looking at ways that wellness can be enhanced by the arts and, in fact, how illness also uh, can be helped by the arts. Um, one of the really interesting initiatives is an initiative called the Caregiver Toolkit that is, in fact, being developed by the National Center for Creative Aging. It will eventually be an Internet tool for caregivers. I'm sorry to say it's not online today, but in about 9 to 12 months it will be. It will be a place where caregivers can go and find short, very user-friendly artistic exercises that they can use at home with their loved ones. Um, it's, it, I'd like to liken it to, for those of you listening out there, you all know as caregivers there comes that gap in the day when you think, oh, no, now what? Uh, perhaps you've picked somebody up from daycare. It's now 3 o'clock in the afternoon or perhaps 4 or even 7 at night, and you think, what can I do other than turning the TV on and we just mindlessly look at it? What can I do that would really be fun and a way to really make memories with my loved one? Um, this caregiver toolkit will be such a tool. That's exciting. And uh, do, do these programs really work? Are they being tested out? Yes, that's a great question. Um, we are in the early stages of evidence-based um, initiatives, but there are more every year and every month. Um, I typically go on the Internet and check and see who is developing research around do the arts work, um, is in fact caregiver stress diminished, are loved ones uh, stimulated and happier, um, you know, are there quality, more quality days for caregivers and their loved ones? And research is in fact going on right now. Uh, Walter Reed Hospital is probably the most notable example where uh, arts was used with veterans at Walter Reed, and um, our listeners can find out about that by um, going online to the National Endowment for the Arts. And on that website, you'll find what the National Endowment is doing with Walter Reed Hospital. And in fact, the NEA also 
tends to track research around the country. I think we'll see more and more of this um, because, in fact, the arts do matter. Um, We all kind of know that, but I think proving it will certainly bring on board uh, important uh, uh, constituencies in our communities, like our medical communities, like maybe some of those doctors who need to be... um, you know, they need to be. It needs to be proven to them that, in fact, this is a really important thing for their patients and caregivers. And now, Marjorie, just uh, changing gears a little bit. Why do we find that the arts are especially important as we age, and especially when we have memory loss? Well, let me go back to my comment about the imagination. Um, probably, many of our listeners have heard about the distinction between the left and the right brain. And in fact, when we suffer memory loss, normally it it, it affects more our left brain. That's our uh, capacity for numbers, uh, words, all of those things, you know, that we learned in school. Um, Our right brain is more stimulated by the arts. And so um, as we age and most people will suffer some memory loss if they get old enough. You know, the good news is, uh, you know, I may reach 90, but the bad news is I'll probably have some memory loss. So it's really important to work with our right brains even more. I'm not saying don't try to do crossword puzzles anymore. That's certainly important for the left brain. But I'm also saying it's important to sing songs, uh, write poetry, Uh, dance with our loved ones, uh, and those kinds of things that keep our our right brain stimulated. The the other thing that is so special about the arts is, you know, sometimes as people age, and especially if they suffer memory loss, I've seen so often that expectations of those people uh, diminish, and I think this is such a sad thing. And, you know, when I see our aging population writing poems and painting pictures, it's striking and amazing how talented they are. And I, so I, and I see so many caregivers look at that and say, wow, I didn't know Mother could do that. Wow. And, you know, a newfound appreciation and expectation. And I think that that has to make a family life Um, just a higher quality of family life for everyone when the arts are brought in the home and and people can really see what we are all capable of even when we're 95 or 100. Right. No doubt. And, Audrey, you know, that brings to mind um, when uh, during the symposium, I remember at one point uh, you had um, had these uh, wonderful cards on the tables um, that represented artwork done by um, some elders who were who were diagnosed with dementia, and I was just fascinated by the high level and quality of artwork that that, that they produced. Yes, um, there is an important program at um, Miami of Ohio University, and a Dr. Lake Lucan, Elizabeth Lucan is the head of that program. And 
It is absolutely striking. She takes students at Miami of Ohio University out into the community, and those students work with uh, people with Alzheimer's. They don't paint the pictures for them, though, and they don't help them. They are partners, so the, the, the students sit there and they paint as well. And it's really incredible the testimonials from students who will say, oh, you know, so-and-so, this person, Susan, created a, a much more imaginative painting than I did. Mm-hmm. And that is a regular occurrence. So um, what our Susan here is talking about and asking me about today is at our symposium we had note cards that are are sold by the Miami of Ohio University students. And the, the proceeds then roll back into their program so that they're able to help more people with Alzheimer's. These note cards are absolutely gorgeous. You'd be, you'd be proud to, to use them. So if you go yeah. online, Miami of Ohio University, it's the OMA program, and um, it's an artistic program for dementia. Thank you for sharing that, Marjorie. I was uh, just taken by that. I didn't mean to um, diverge us from from what we were talking about, but uh, but I just thought that was just such a wonderful example based on what you were talking about in in terms of like how surprised families are when they see their loved ones um, mm-hmm. suffering this uh, this horrible you know disease called dementia and Alzheimer's. Now. I want to talk to you about uh, the caregiver toolkit a little bit, and, and can you share a little bit more about how that will work and and um, the national creative or the creative caregiving initiative sponsored by the Tax Foundation um, that's being developed by the National Center for Creative Aging? Absolutely, uh, we are in the pilot stages right now. The exercises, uh, some of them, have been developed. And we are about, here in Central Florida, uh, looking at how they will work. And we're working with a wonderful organization in town called Share the Care. Um, In fact, uh, Mary Ellen Grant is going to be on one of our future programs, Susan, um, to share more information about this as we go forward. But um, caregivers that share the care will utilize these exercises with their loved ones. And we will track their their stress levels. I'm not much of a researcher, so I can't give you any technical information about it. But mm-hmm. we'll be tracking the stress levels. We'll be um, looking at uh, identifying what is a quality day and if the arts are contributing to that. And um, And also, interestingly enough, we're going to be tracking the issue of loneliness. Uh, mm-hmm. Loneliness seems one of those plagues for both caregivers and for their loved ones and for generally for people as they age. So we're going to look at how can the arts impact loneliness. And, of course, you know, they're a, a great way to connect people. So, But we want to track, we, we know that the arts connect people. A lot of people listening to the program probably know that too. But... Can you prove it? Well, we're going to try to prove it in the next few months. By spring, uh, pilots will be um, happening all over the country, in, a, in, uh, in L.A., in uh, New York, in Minnesota, 
and continuing in Florida. And then by mid to late summer, we will have um, the toolkit will be on a website. Um, if you go on the National Center for Creative Aging website and you Google Creative Caregiving Project, you will find an even more specific timeline for this. One of the things we're really excited about is it looks like uh, we will be a part of the uh, White House Conference on Aging in May. And we're hoping that we will um, have an audience at that to, to see the kind of work that we've been doing. Oh, that's phenomenal. Congratulations, Marjorie. That's so, so, so exciting. Absolutely. <laughs> um, now, uh, the couple of other questions I have for you about this. So we're talking not only the benefits um, of, of the arts for the person being cared for, but I'm also hearing that this is a benefit for the caregiver, him or herself, which is wonderful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and really, the Creative Caregiving Project, is the focus is more on the family caregiver. Um, as those who are listening today who are family caregivers, um, so much is done for patients, and I'm, it, it should be, obviously. But in this area, very little is often done for the caregiver. You know, caregivers get a lot of resources, but those resources are often things that they can buy or find out about that are primarily focused on the welfare of their patients. So this will be for the welfare and well-being of the caregiver, every bit as much, if not more, as on the patients. Yes, and and let, let's also talk, because you and I uh, spoke a little earlier about this, that while um, initially I think... Um, Families can use the arts and this program that you're, the caregiver toolkit that you're working on for Alzheimer's and dementia patients. It certainly, um, it certainly can be used for broader range of um, issues as they affect the elderly. Absolutely, um, you know, it's a, that's a great question, and I'd like for our listeners to know that the focus on dementia and Alzheimer's is because. That's where the greatest need is at the moment. Um, if you have a loved one who is ill with, say, heart disease or cancer even or Parkinson's, you know, it's not like they're better diseases, certainly. However, memory loss, you know, really presents special challenges in the area of being able to talk with, communicate with, celebrate memories with your loved ones. I mean, it just becomes more and more difficult. So that's why we're centering on that first uh, with the arts and how we can stimulate the right brain and help families stay connected. But we're also hoping that this Creative Caregiver Toolkit will be genericized or developed for and used by people who are uh, suffering from Parkinson's or any of the other terrible diseases that, that people face. And so it's going to be for a, everybody, all caregivers um, who want to use it with their loved ones. So if you're out there listening today, um, it's going to be for you too. And so I really appreciate your question, Susan. 
Yes, and Marjorie, so how can our audience uh, be kept up to date and learn about the progress? Uh, here are the various places I would uh, go to. You can certainly go to my website, which is mycaregivingcoach.com. There will be regular updates on the progress of our research here in Central Florida and on this program in general nationwide. I would also encourage you to go to the National Center for Creative Aging and then click on Creative Caregiving Project. That will be another place. Um, I know, Susan, that you've also expressed an interest in having this type of information on eCareDiary.com, so we'll keep you updated as well. And um, so those are really the three major points. Another possible website would be the Grant Makers in the Arts website. There are other grant makers who, who give to the arts regularly, some of whom are really interested in developing um, information for caregivers on how they can use the arts. So that would be another place, as well as the National Endowment for the Arts. Well, that's very exciting, and thank you for sharing all these uh, resources of information about the Caregiver Toolkit and uh, the Creative Caregiving Initiative uh, sponsored by the PAPS Foundation and being developed by the National Center for Creative Aging. Um, Marjorie, it's, it's, I think it's such a, a really brilliant concept to, to develop something, a toolkit for the caregiver because so often, I mean, and I remember myself and, and my family members who were caring for my grandfather who suffered from dementia, and we were always looking for ways to engage him and, and do something besides watching TV. But, you know, when it comes to the arts, I don't think your average person knows exactly what to do and how to engage. And this idea of a caregiver toolkit, which would give uh, caregivers uh, sort of the, the uh, uh, you know, yeah. the step-by-step the -step ways in which to um, carry out these fun projects with their loved one, I think is, is absolutely a wonderful idea. So thank you for one sharing all the information about you, that. Yes. Well, you know, um, one thing I did not mention is that we are also developing, or National Center is uh, also developing tools that will help the caregiver, like videos, uh, short videos, that demonstrate how the arts can be used at home. And one of our thoughts would be to engage faith communities, engage caregiver agencies, engage hospitals um, as, as places where caregivers can go and find out about this and be sort of brought up to date, you know what I mean, and uh, so that they feel comfortable uh, going back home and using this information, uh, kind of getting people started, and then they can, you know, go online and use the Internet by themselves. But, but we think that um, engaging communities of support around these kinds of initiatives is certainly a way to get the entire community involved and to increase their awareness of what's going on with uh, the family caregiver and the kinds of needs that family caregivers have. So that is another aspect uh, to the program. Absolutely. The other, the other thing I'd mentioned, Susan, is uh, we're getting medical students involved here. And you know, uh, when you think about it, um, getting students when they're first becoming nurses and first becoming doctors, really thinking about, well, how can I integrate the arts into my daily practice with patients? 
that's where we're, I think, going to make huge inroads in making this just a part of life for everyone. I have to say that was one of the most uh, exciting pieces of news, too, coming out of the symposium was the the effort to really um, engage medical students and 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 from the beginning, during their education, uh, making them realize, I guess, the importance of bringing arts into their practice. So um, thank you for that, and, and thank you for sharing sharing that with our audience. You're welcome. Well, Marjorie, um, would you like to share again, uh, so you mentioned uh, lastly about the communities and, and trying to engage communities. Where can we... Um, have them reach out for information again. I, uh, I'm assuming your website, mycaregivingcoach.com, and then yes. the National Center for Creating Creative Aging website. Yes, absolutely. And, and, um, and of yes. course, uh, we'll we'll certainly pu- publish more information on on eatyourdiary.com as well. You bet. The other thing that listeners can Google is just simply arts and wellness initiatives, and up will pop. Oh, universities, um, you know, a lot of the universities, not a lot, but I would say a handful of universities in the country have arts and wellness programs. So if today has sparked some interest, you might check out in your own area what's being done uh, by a university, even a Y, a YMCA, YWCA. Um, What is your faith community doing? Um, I've met Stevens Ministers, Ministries and uh, Parish Nurses. Some of these kinds of organizations within our communities have caregiver programs. Not always the arts, but sometimes. So, you know, if they don't have the arts, then you as a caregiver can walk in and say, could we do some artistic things? Let's do storytelling this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, well, wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And um, I want to thank our audience very much for tuning in today. Uh, this is certainly one of many programs that we will be talking about throughout the month as part of National Family Caregivers Month. This is your month. So join us next time on Tuesday, November 11th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our next Empowering Family Caregivers radio show where we'll be speaking with Lisa Barron and Carolyn Rochester from Memory Care Home Solutions about modifying home settings to help loved ones with dementia. This is yet uh, another very innovative program to discuss modifications within the home, uh, particularly for uh, loved ones with dementia. Uh, to learn more about eCare Diary and our upcoming shows, visit eCareDiary.com, and under the content tab, you will see that we have a variety of um, different programs, uh, radio shows, and video shows. Uh, visit the content section, and, and you'll see you'll have access to a wide variety of of different programs. Uh, registration is free and uh, gives you immediate access to your personal care diary tool. And we are everywhere on uh, social media. So um, to learn more about us, you can, in our programs, you can certainly uh, like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Um, Thank you again, everyone. And Marjorie, thank you so much for sharing such an innovative and um, important program that uh, our family caregivers will have access to in the very near future. Great. We'll do an update next spring. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Susan, for inviting me. Bye. Bye-bye.